Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. All right, welcome to today's episode of your Daily Scrum. I'm professional Scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. This is professional Scrum trainer Todd Miller. We put together this daily show to help you and your teams <laughs> do a little better each day. Uh, we it's hope that happy. Give me that camera. Give me that camera back. What it? Grogu, what's going on here? <laughs> Messing with my camera again, dude. Who brought the child? I don't know. Lucas Arts is gonna. They're gonna sue us. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's good. All right, so Grogu's joining us today as well yeah. to share some Jedi knowledge as we try to help you and your teams level up through your use of Scrum. All right, we have a question, Todd. We do, yeah. We got a question. So it's a, great, it's a great question too. I love this question. So we we got a question in the comments. So the comments below, there's somewhere in this space down below. Uh, what we want you to do is leave a question for us, and guess what? It'll probably show up on a video uh, in the future, or we might just uh, interact with you in the chat. Todd does a really good job. I'll admit, most of the comments are from Todd. Uh, I jump in if I'm awake at 3 a.m. I might answer a few of these. Uh, I like our, I did make sure I put uh, Cobra Kai never dies. Yeah. I thumbs down that this morning. Oh no. Yeah. <sighs> Cobra Kai never dies. Yeah. Anyways, I got, I got Grogu on my side. So <laughs> the force is with you. Yeah. Uh, we did get a great question though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't actually, they're all great. This one though really is, is pretty timely. We don't write software. Can we use scrum? Right. Yeah. And, and, and specifically, uh, the 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 comment was how does Scrum work in more operations related fields, say HR or sales, key accounts or really. Uh, and and the digging in further, the, the listener was asking, what is the increment in these kinds of settings? So I think that's a lot to go off of. 
Yeah, and I, I, I love the question because Scrum Guide 2020 is all about non-software teams. Mm-hmm. I think something brilliant that Ken and Jeff did with the, the latest release of the Scrum Guide is they basically took out a lot of the, the software um, tilting language. You know, it's still great for software development, but the way that they have restructured the guide and, and changed the language, it's now, I think, applicable and open to all of these different operational areas uh, that were listed in that, uh, in, that, in that YouTube comment. Yeah, and I think it's been a long-standing thing where marketing teams uh, and uh, even uh, working with having worked with uh, different even law firms or or uh, biotech that I think increment is always the thing that people ask us questions yeah. about, right? And I think that the addition of the commitment definition of done really clears this up for uh, for non-software related teams specifically. And I know you love this quote too, Ryan. And I'm going to read it verbatim. I have it open on my other monitor here. Um, Under the commitment definition of done, it states, the moment a product backlog item meets the definition of done, an increment is born. Yep. So if in your sprint backlog, you have a product backlog item and it meets the definition of done, an increment is born, right? And so remember, uh, the increment then is a sum of all product backlog items complete during a sprint plus a sum of all previous increments. So the second you have a product backlog item that meets your definition of done in the in your circumstance, an increment is formed. And that definition of done will be based off of the work domain that you're in. Yeah, I think that's a great, uh, great comment. And it should be really helpful to teams struggling with the idea of an increment. I know prior to this Scrum Guide release that you and I have worked with a ton of operational teams that had nothing to do with software. One of my favorite examples is HR. You know, people are like, well, wait, you can use Scrum with an HR team, human resources, people team, however you want to say it. The answer is emphatically yes. Well, Ryan, what's the product? Great question. We struggled with that the first time working through it. And finally, we landed on the product is the employee experience from hire to fire or retire, right? It is that experience from end to end. It's not the, the SAP payroll system, and it's not the fancy timesheet kind of systems. It's the experience of the employee from the time they're hired from the, and to the time they exit, right? Yeah. And so if you look at it that way, there's a lot of really good product goals in between. Yeah. You know, how do we make onboarding the cleanest, safest, uh, less, least painful experience ever? And so onboarding turns into this product uh, within this experience that we're trying to create. And an increment is is the experience of an onboarding situation for a new employee. And when you think of it that way, suddenly increments click and make sense. And when we look at it as a, a, a total experience, we can see how product goals service and how sprint goals service, and it all just lines up beautifully. And it worked really well. So let's kind of dig in there and give an example. So let's say during a sprint, you have a product backlog item that is to develop a welcome kit. Right. And let's say that that product backlog item um, developing a welcome kit uh, meets the definition of done. What are some things we can imagine might be on the definition of done there? Um, uh, definition of done could be that the, the welcome kit is packaged in um, corporate branded uh, packaging that, yeah, it, can, so, that so, it contains the following items in each kit. Um, so I would view that as acceptance criteria, but okay. a, a definition of done, I would say, would be something like um, that meets corporate 
branding standards, sure. right? Because that's uh, universally a- applicable to any PBI that comes through this front. It could be um, has been approved by the product owner, reviewed by the product owner. Maybe um, sure. It could be your product owner could be your head of HR. And, and, and things like that, these more generic items that every PBI in the sprint would do. And then the second that you consider that PBI during a sprint to be done, an increment's more. There that welcome kit is ready and it meets the definition of done, an increment's more, right? I like it. Yeah, welcome kit is a great example. Uh, it could be the the presentation shown to every new hire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or the, the tour process of the building or yeah. all of these things. Uh, end up being uh, additional pieces of the increment that defines the experience of the employee. And so when you, I think when you break it down that way, um, that is just a, I think that is a great way to look at it. And it's helped us, whether it's biotech, HR, marketing. uh, And and I think the Scrum Guide, the, the 2020 edition has really helped solidify that language too. I think you're right, Todd, the commitment language in the Scrum Guide has really helped teams clarify uh, their products and uh, and how to to really move forward with Scrum. Yeah, really, um, a define uh, a definition of done, and the moment a product backlog item meets that during a sprint, you have an increment. Right there, you go. Great question. So you know, yeah, if you're not writing software, can we use Scrum? Emphatically, yes. Mm-hmm. How do we define that increment? In the case of HR, it's it was the experience for us, but it could be something different for you. Use this quote, this comment. The moment a product backlog item meets the definition of done, an increment is born. That's going to give you some pointers on what your increment could be. And uh, we, we look forward to hearing about your success in the comments uh, using Scrum in a non-software context. Let us know how it went. What were the struggles? What were the wins? And uh, what are your qu- your follow-up questions, right? Maybe the acceptance criteria that Todd pointed out has sparked a, a new debate for you and your team. Well, what's acceptance criteria? What's the definition of done? Maybe that's a future video. Um, but in the meantime, thanks for being here. Thanks I'm for listening. I'm glad let the camera alone the rest of the time. I, you know, the force is strong with that one. It was nice of him to release it. Uh, while Grogu is feeling generous, I'm going to point you towards the socials, right? Agile for Humans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe, like, smash that subscribe button, right, Todd? Yep, smash it. Hit that bell so you know when uh, new videos drop. We've also recommended some other videos below. Check out the playlist, the videos. Be sure again to like and subscribe so that you know when new videos release. And uh, you know what? We'll catch you tomorrow on another edition of Your Daily Scrum. Have a good day. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you. Todd, myself, and Will Seeley have put together an evidence-based leadership course. Now, this one's really exciting for us. As you all know, Todd and I and Will, we're all huge on evidence-based management. We think it is the next big innovation in the Agile space. But what we've noticed is the application at multiple levels has been troubling at least for certain organizations. And what we want to do is make it simpler. And so evidence-based leadership is the course to come to if you want to get immersed into data-driven decision-making, the ability to actually validate that value is being delivered, to look at your ability to innovate and to deliver to the marketplace, and to actually identify and act on opportunities in the market that you may not know about. And closing that satisfaction gap with your customers, finding new channels, and using data to drive those decisions rather than guesses, hunches, and conjecture. And so we want you to join this course. We've got multiple offerings coming up this year. 
The link is simple. It's agileforhumans.com slash EBL course. Jump in there, use the code agile4humans, the number four, and you can take uh, 15% off the price of the class. So not only is it a new offering that we've discounted already, go ahead and take another 15% off because you're a valued listener. We can't wait to see you there.